Hey guys, it's Jason, your host with Ecliptic Radio 101. Have you ever pondered the mysteries of music? Wonder what reggae and country music have in common? Or the origins of the lo-fi hip-hop craze? Or perhaps you just need something new to listen to that's not being force-fed down your windpipe by the mainstream media. If any of these ring true, then you've come to the right place. There will be an accompanying Spotify playlist with each episode that you can reference, and maybe even start bumping in your spare time. We'll go over some fundamentals, but get into the nitty-gritty as well. So don't worry. We'll be covering a bunch of interesting topics. Well, mostly music. Stop on by. Let's get eclectic. Classes in session. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us for another exciting game of Roll420 Knights. I'm Connor, and I'll be your keeper. Today, I'm joined by Alex. Playing Clyde Katz. Drew. Hey, how's it going? I'll be Vince Vapor. And Star. The only female scientist that matters, Meryl Mansfield. I, I, I can't tell if that's misogynist or not. Um, <laughs> the only female scientist that matters. All other female scientists directly into the garbage. Um, I mean, Marie we, Curie was a bitch. Why can't I be? Nah. <laughs> For real. Well, given that this is supposed to be 1920, Star is literally one of the only female scientists, so that, that makes it a bit easier. Yeah. I'm just saying, uh, you know, an MSDS or hazmat could have saved her life. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pick up radioactive things with your hands, kids. Yeah. Ah, they didn't know. They didn't know. Yeah. How, how often have kids. I played with lead paint when I was a child? Eh, pretty often. <laughs> it's just the, the, the chips are so delicious. Magically delicious, even. <laughs> we last left off with our intrepid investigators running back into the hotel after being chased by a large, strange creature that no matter how much they seemed to hit it with their axe or, or with the poison, it was just it's just too tough. And, and there they are back. Inside. Okay. So yeah, um, I... I remember going through the reception area, right? Yeah, I think we all, everybody came in through reception. Okay. Um, Um, So, are the people in the same room? Like, have they moved at all? There's no one, let's say that there's no one in the reception area right now. You'd have to walk through the doors to to see who's in the great room. Um, And real quick, do we, does everyone want to go over what clues they have just as a refresher? Yes, please. Sure. If you forget anything, I'll try and kind of prompt you. I don't want to do too much hand-holding because if I say, oh, well, don't forget about the, the weird footprint. And then you yeah. go, oh, well, the footprint's obviously important. You know. Okay. Do you want right, to start, so start with me? Like, or? Yeah, that's fine. It's great. All right. So I remember doing the pesticide around the buildings, um, trying to get money for it, and noticing that the guest house outside of the main building that there was noise. I, don't, I couldn't see what was inside of it. I didn't get an answer. Um, I remember going back inside and I was, um, what's the word for it? I, I pretty much talked to the manager about it, tried to do it aggressively, but then he, he like sucker punched me in the stomach and I told the party about it mm-hmm. and that guy's name was Stuart sutton he's, Stuart he's the sutton, owner yeah. if i remember um, correctly i followed Stuart to his mm-hmm. office right. um and as i was walking back um back to the great room the, uh, this altercation happened 
what did you get into? Because you were you were gonna go you were asking about something or another, weren't you, Alex? The reason you were kind of talking to him. Yeah, I was probably looking for some kind of legal inroad. Um, yes, because he'd mentioned something about, or I thought there was there had been a mention about a number of accidents in the area, and I was trying to look for a way to maybe profit off of that. And I was trying to inquire whether or not people had gone missing, or whether or not the reputation of Winter Haven was at stake and could use a lawyer of my um, caliber. And you have some kind of a document, don't you? Didn't record that, so I Didn't don't... you get, like, a, a book manuscript from a dude? Yes, it was the writer fellow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I talked to him, and yes, that's what kind of clued me in. I remember and that. And his, his name was Arthur Burgess. Um, Arthur Burgess, yeah. the name of that guy, yeah. And what about you, Star? Dude, this was like a month ago. <laughs> Come on, Star. You don't remember me at all? <laughs> I mean, obviously I do. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I, re- I, remember, I remember the girl. I remember the great room. I remember fighting with her daddy. Oh, yes. The girl with the long cigarette. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I remember misbehaving. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when you... I, I remember her okay. man or the one who was watching her giving me a real dirty look that I got to yep. follow yep. up on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So that does sort of cover cover all all of our bases for the most part. All right. So you guys have found yourself in the foyer. You're sort of out of breath. Um <clears throat> but whatever the thing was, it doesn't seem to be chasing. It didn't chase you inside or anything like that. So Okay. May I do a spot hidden for a weapon? Yes. Uh, I got a 79 out of 45, so I don't think I get anything. That's all right. I mean, you know, kind of as you look around the foyer, um, you see it's kind of decorated with lots of old photographs of, you know, the building's history, um, some old snowshoes, um, and a few, like, Native American artifacts, mounted deer and moose heads, um, and... uh, uh, you know, a great big black bear kind of with his arms scratched out. Uh, scratched out. <laughs> arms scratched out. That'd be fucked up. Um, yeah. <laughs> his arms stretched out. Um, uh, the other thing that you do kind of notice as you look around the room and everything is there seems to be a place where there was a painting or a, like a large picture, but it's like missing. You know how you'll kind of have that where it's like sun bleached around it. Um, mm-hmm. But there yeah. does seem to be a, a pretty large picture that was missing um Mm. but you don't see any weapons you know immediately in the foyer okay so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go into the great room Mm -hmm. where everybody is and i'm gonna like there's a beast outside as you kind of walk in and it's it's getting to be late it's probably you know 10 30 at night you know and rose is pretty much passed out on the couch you know where where you left her meryl and and there's just this kind of large, portly man sitting there. And, and he goes, a, a, a beast? Oh, whatever can you mean? So I go up to him and I, I kind of I grab his collar. Like, do you have a weapon? Um, well, I suppose I do. Yes, I uh. And he taps his cane on the ground and he kind of pulls it up and it shows you that it's it's a cane sword. He's got a little sword oh, inside okay. of his cane. Nice. Can I tell what kind of metal that is? <laughs> Steel. Okay. <laughs> I'd right. say it's not aluminum. <laughs> right, but oh, maybe too no. lightweight to be <laughs> iron. Well, here, here's the thing. Yeah. Would, would I be? We'll 
would I be smart enough to know that the silver was the key to it all? Because I know you explained it in the last event, but would Vince Vapor know? That's that's my thing. Probably not. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I kind of just like I I release them. Uh, I'm gonna go try to look for other weapons or anything of the sort. Good deal. What about what are you guys? What are you guys up to? I'm looking for Mr. Burgess. Ooh, all righty. And you know, you where where do you go to look for Mr. Burgess? Well, if he's not in the great room, then I'm going to try and find him in his quarters. And you know, you you walk into the great room and he's he's not there. You see Vince sort of, you know, uh, accosting this, you know, this big kind of blubbery man and you ascend the stairs up to his quarters and you, you, you know what room he's in. He told you, you know, before. Mm-hmm. And, and you knock on his door and there's no answer. Um, I'm going to try and force my way in. Are you trying to kind of like pop the lock or are you just going to shoulder in the door? I'm going to see if I can jimmy the lock first. Maybe I can. And if not, yeah, I'm going to try shouldering my way in. All right. Give me a... Uh, it's, it's a locksmith. Locksmith is what okay. I'm looking for. Huh? Okay. Yeah, locksmith is not mm. going to help me. No, it's a 28 out of 1. Mm. See. So you kind of jimmy the lock and maybe even go so far as like reach in your pocket to see if there's anything you can force kind of in, in there to pop it. And you've got like a nail and you're kind of like shoving it in the hole and not really getting anywhere. I give up quickly and then try for strength. All right. Give me a strength check. Just shoulder open the door. All right. That is a six out of, out of 60. Nice. Huzzah. Good job. An extreme success. And so you throw your shoulder into this door and it's, God, it snaps the lock right off door, slams open. And you're in the middle of this guy's room and he's not there. There is one thing you do notice though. His window is open. Huh. Lopping. Billowing in the wind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the room is like, it's very cold. It's just, you know, freezing cold in there and there's a blizzard going on outside after all and this is on the second floor right it's on the second floor okay well i start rifling through his his room and his belongings to see if i could find anything else that might give me a clue as to the identity or nature of that beast give me that spot hidden all right that is going to be 19 out of 50 19 out of 15 that's that's fantastic so as you kind of search through his room, you know, you find uh, a few kind of curious things. You know, you look out the window and it looks like he's lowered some rope down from his window to the ground floor. The other thing you notice is tucked under his bed, wrapped in not a sheet, but like a, a cloth, wrapped in a cloth, is a strange book or what you would assume it's a book you know you kind of pull out this package it's wrapped up uh and it feels bookish feels booky i examine it all righty so you open it up the first thing you notice is it's it's this leather bound book very very old and it is cold 
to the touch. Like, touching it is cold. And colder than you'd expect it to be for being in this room. Um, it says on the, on the cover and also on the spine, Christi Vilnior Ricci. Go with that. It's my best German accent. So you've never read my column. Yeah. No, I've not. Okay. My, my yeah. don't, don't sound so out. critical, Star. God, mm. man. <laughs> Easy, Edge Lord. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, out of yeah. all of us, Actually. who here likes Mein Kampf? Star, clearly you do. Um, <laughs> anyway, yes. So you find this book and you examine it, and it is—it's a German text. Mm, okay. And a, a very old one at that. Does anyone speak any German? Okay, so, so I, like, no, nope, I only we speak were... English and Norwegian, folks. Yeah, only English. Uh, you, Clyde. Oh, wait, I speak German. Love My you. God. My God. <laughs> what a surprise. Well, with, with a name like Cats, I am not, right? I, shouldn't, I shouldn't be surprised. All uh, right. That so, uh, <laughs> actually was really serendipitous because I just picked one of you and made you speak cop. German. <laughs> it's Minecom. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my character From the would have future. read it. <laughs> like it's 1920x, but you're reading Minecom from the future, and you're like, "Damn, this Hitler guy—he's gonna go places, <laughs> not heaven, but places." places. Wait, <laughs> he plagiarized the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and then Clyde Cat grows up to be Hitler, um, <laughs> or his son. Um, great. So I can, can I, can I read this? Yes. Um, and because you speak German, I will start by just telling you that the title translates to Remnants of Lost Empires and is written by an Otto Dostman. You all, uh, it was published by, published in Berlin by Derchenhaus Press in 1809. So it's a over a hundred years old, this book. Nice. All right, so I might have some trouble because I got a 55 out of 35 German. Alrighty, and so you, you know, you kind of pour over the book uh, and just kind of at this time, you're having a really hard time deciphering, you know, what it, what it's, what it says kind of in such a short period of time. You are able to pick up little bits and pieces that it seems to have some connection with the cold, this book and about ancient stone ruins, but not much more than that. Does it have any illustrations? There are some illustrations. Are there any that match the beast that we saw? So there's one uh, picture kind of jumps out at you, and it is, it's not an illustration, it is a picture. Maybe it is an illustration because it's 18. No, they had pictures in the 1800s. So it's a picture of a like a cave drawing, uh, but you can't really tell where. You just, you can identify that this is in a cave. Mm. And it looks like this. Okay. So we're not talking like the Lascaux caves. The what's, what's, what's? The I know, Lascaux, I just didn't hear you good. The Lascaux caves in the, like, South France. No, 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 no. All we're right, so we're talking more of like bathroom stall drawing? Bathroom or? stall, yeah. <laughs> and right underneath, you can, <laughs> right underneath you can see there's sort of a text written. Um, and it says, Here I sit, brokenhearted, tried to shit, but only farted. Um, 
and then beneath that it says they paint the wall to hide my pen but this shit house poet strikes again uh, <laughs> wagner loves cock <laughs> uh, <laughs> wagner. Oh, <God>. wagner. <laughs> and you you could you know kind of try to sit down and read it you know again but kind of standing here in this room uh, that the door has just been kicked in and you're kind of standing, kind of attempting to read this book. And, and we'll leave that off and we'll hop over to Meryl real quick. Meryl, what are, what Before are you that though, about? I'm going I'm yep. to close the door, close the window mm-hmm. and sit down in Burgess's room and try to really get some really stuff out get of the in there. Yeah. All righty. I dig it. I dig it. Um, give me, we'll call that a pushed roll. Go ahead and give me another, um, another German real quick. All right, so it's a 34 out of 35. Oh, yeah, baby. Sort of. (laughs) Go ahead and roll a D6 for me. And I need to make some adjustments on your side. And that's a one. Good deal. So you take one point of sanity damage as you realize the horror of this thing that you you hold in your hands. Uh, You also know a little bit more about the mythos, which is kind of neato. That also increases your maximum sanity. What you do learn is that this book details the Black Stone uh, and includes uh, a table in the Aklo alphabet, as well as discussing ancient stone ruins in the Pacific and Asia Minor. Um, There's a lot of mythos connections with the cold and the air discussed including uh, repeated references to a deity called Ithaqua. Um, you know that if you could study this book a little bit more and you could spend a little bit more time on it, that you would probably be able to gain some knowledge about this god or this, this entity um, and his followers um, uh, or this sort of servitor race. And that, that seems to be what that image is, is, is showing, is mm. this, this, the creature on the mound is, is this uh, follower of these gods. Mm-hmm. All righty. And we'll leave off with you there. And I'm going to pick up Meryl. What are you on about? And this is going to all happen I've been drinking champagne time. with Rose. My head is fuzzy. Forgive me. <laughs> So I guess I'll start like, can I roll like a spot hidden? Yeah, yeah. No better way to start it off. So that's going to be a 38 out of, god damn it, 38 out of 25. I am just beginning this on a great note. It's going great. Awesome. Um, Everything's good. Everything's fine. This is fine. Do you want to spin luck to get it down? No. I'm just throwing that out as an option. I'm not right. Um, not yet. So you kind of you shuffle through. You know, you don't really find anything of of, of note, um, other than again, you know that that there's a picture that seems to be missing on the wall. You know, I mean, you're also welcome to push the roll if you'd like. I don't think I want to push the roll, but can I investigate the missing picture? Yes. So what what would I do um, for that? You you don't have to. I mean, you go over and you kind of you know, look at the wall and you can tell that it was definitely missing. It was removed kind of from like the nicotine buildup and the sun bleaching. It was probably removed mm. in the last eight months, you know, something like that. Less than a year, um, okay. more than a month kind of thing like Does, that. Like, um, the other tapping thing, on the wall reveal anything? No. 
Um, but you do sort of get uh, a good estimation for the dimensions of the picture, probably about four foot in width and six foot in height. So it's a pretty big okay. painting. Yeah, and it's just missing from the room. Can I ask someone about the painting? Yeah, who would you like to ask? Uh, who all do I have in the room at this moment that like works there that would know? No one who's working there. I mean, the only people who you know who work there Where's are Bed um, with mm. his wife, which okay. is probably in that staff area. Huh, lame. He works here. You can go and get him. You know what I mean? Like, it's available. I don't know how pleased he'll be that you're fucking with him, but I mean, he's available to you. I mean, like, at, the, um, at also, this point, what do I know about, like, the creature outside? That it is a large, gaunt beast covered in black, matted fur with a deer or canine-like skull and big Yeah, dude, antlers. no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get Achok. That sounds like a Wendigo. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ask him about this painting. Alrighty, so you kind of walk through the foyer and, and, and you, you see, um, and this is just a little bit of flavor. You know, at this point you see Vince and he's kind of, he's looked around the room for a weapon and he looks up and along kind of the, you know, about eight foot up, like just kind of out of, out of direct, eye, you know, eye line is just all sorts of hunting rifles just lining the wall of this room. You know, just, it's just decorated it's a hunting lodge, you know? So there's all sorts of great hunting lo- uh, hunting rifles. And he looks and he's like, yeah. That's awesome for a stable individual. <laughs> <laughs> and you- This'll kill a rat. Into this, <laughs> this'll kill a rat. <laughs> I love it. Um, and you make your way into the staff quarters and you enter that hallway. You enter this hallway right here, you know? And okay. there are two rooms- to one, two doors to one side, and one door to the other side, and there's another, and there's one door dead in front, and there's another curious thing on the room on the side with the one door. There is a large object hung on the wall that's covered in a uh, like a piece of cloth, like a tarp, not like a tarp, but like a canvas. Okay. Could I, like, pull the canvas away? Yeah, feel free. Let's do it. I rip that shit off. Pull it down, and you see that the painting, there are two men, one of which you recognize, and it's Stuart Sutton. Okay. For sure. The other, you do not, but he looks very similar. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you were to guess, they were brothers. Mm -hmm. And as you look down, there's a little placard on the painting, mm-hmm. um, yes, which says Stuart and Joseph Sutton, proud owners of the Winter Haven Lodge. All right. So, like, if I look at the dimensions of this painting, does it look like it could have been removed from the site in question that I just looked at? It's definitely four foot wide by six foot tall. Okay. So now the question is, why would you relocate it to here? I can't answer that alone, so I'm gonna be like, "Hey Chuck, mm. hey Chuck." Uh, which, which, uh, which, which door are you knocking on? I mean, none of them say "Hey Chuck," so I'm just gonna knock on like all three until someone answers. All three of them. Are you sure you want to do that? 
No. <laughs> now I'm not. So, <laughs> there's there's the two doors. Just uh-huh. to recap real quick. There are the two doors in on one side of the hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are unlabeled. Uh-huh. There's one door on the other side, the side of the painting, and that's uh-huh. labeled Sutton's, that's labeled office. And then there's the one at the end of the door, end of the thing that's also unlabeled. I mean, I, I mean, that says Sutton's sweet, but I guess if the dude's like an overseer of the place, he would have a suite, but then that's staff quarters. It wouldn't be Sutton's office, so it's like one of those three. But I mean, if he's an overseer, he deserves the suite. But, you know, like under a capitalistic society, being a man of color and indigenous, he's probably not going to get that. You're making me overthink this, Connor. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, Stuart Sutton lives here. We've seen him here and we're snowed in. Okay, fine. I'm going to knock on the two staff quarters. All right, you're not- I will. I, I mean, will mitigate okay. my gonna- recklessness by that much. Yeah. Uh, give me a luck roll, real quick. All right. Oh. <gasps> oh. That's a oh. nine. Nine, baby. Nine. Out of. <laughs> Out of. Uh, I'm gonna look. I'm just assuming it's good because it's low. Forty-two. Nine out of forty-two. Love it. All right. So what you know, there's a bang. Or bang, 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 bang on the door. And it's kind of out of nowhere, you know, suddenly the door kind of swings open. And, like, there's Achok standing there. And he's got, like, on, like, this, like, white and blue, like, baby blue, like, striped pajamas, you know. And they're kind of, like, fleecy, you know. They're all warm. He's got his little, little hat on. Uh, and he's like, is there something I can do for you? This evening, Mrs. Mansfield. Yes, Achak, there is. I need to know about the painting. Size. (laughs) (sighs) The painting missing from the great room. I need to know about it. Ah, Mr. Sutton had me move it here. He kind of points at it a few months ago. That one of of the the two guys. Yes. Mr. Sutton and his brother. So it was moved. That's what was originally in the great room. That's it? Yes. Mr. Sutton did not wish to display that painting any longer. Far be it for me to overextend my social graces, Achak, but why? The disappearance of his brother was painful. For Mr. Sutton in many ways. Inside her head, Meryl is like, not this woo-woo shit again. Externally? Woo-woo shit! <laughs> externally, very cool, calm, and collected. Um, A disappearance, uh, you say? <laughs> um, also, just... Um, and this isn't necessarily prompting this in this particular mm-hmm. conversation. Anytime any of you guys are talking to someone and you feel like they're maybe not being genuine with you or whatever, mm-hmm. you can roll psychology and just prompt me and go, yeah, I want to roll psychology on Ooh, that. So okay. when... Okay. Um, Is it poggers right, so, or boggers? 
uh, it was uh, it, this would be bonkers, but uh, oh, oh, if they bonker. were really cool, okay. if it's cool, then it's poggers. Poggers, fellow okay, zoomers. Gotcha. <laughs> poggers. Poggers. So I'm I'm drinking in the fact that HOT told me what picture got removed. There's a brother in it. That's weird. Apparently, there's weird shit going on at the hotel. The loss of the disappearance of his brother was difficult for Mr. Sutton in many ways. How long ago did his brother disappear? And he gets kind of uncomfortable and he's like, about nine months. Can I roll psychology on that? About, About seven months. About seven months, my bad. Seven months. Can I roll psychology? Yes, you can. I'm going to do that. Oh, fighting skills is all under F fighting. No shit. You're poor students. Language, <laughs> <laughs> like I can. Oh, psychology. Okay. Okay. Right? Like that, right? So, so here you, I am. now. Yeah, you, so you better watch out. Star, Star's going to be able to contact your girlfriend. She's going to give you a spanking. <laughs> no! No! We're going to form an alliance, man. Spank <laughs> alliance. The spank game. Listen, if I go down, you oh guys are God. all going down with me. <laughs> okay, so psychology, psychology. I got, I got a uh, the sixty-seven out of forty. So. Okay, so yeah, I mean, you know, Achok, he's there. He's, you know, being Achok, you know, doing Achok things. Achok things. Looking all handsome and indigenous and whatnot. And he kind of looks you up and down uh, for a moment. Are you in need of a spanking? <laughs> <laughs> and you look past him. And and his wife Hurit is is bent over the bed, and her like little flap of her uh, her little pajamas is is down on her butt. And her butt's like real red, and you notice in Achok's hand is is a paddle, um, and you're like, ah, oh, jeez, no, uh, no, that's not that's not that's not, not happening. That's not Brian canon. Title this episode as the spanking. Honor, do not canon <laughs> that opportunity. To misbehave. Don't do that. But what if it were happening? <laughs> That's not happening. Um, <laughs> there is Achok and Hurit may or may not have a kinky sex life, but it is not a pajama butt flap spanking kinky okay. sex life. Okay, okay, they don't okay. do that. How do you know? Because I, I own them and control them. They are figments of my imagination. I guess if Meryl's still uh, talking to, was Ajax? Yep. Uh, I'm going to try to find a gun that has a bayonet on it. A bayonet on it? Yeah. Alrighty, and you find a sort of a lever action rifle. Like, you know, kind of the gun that won the West kind of thing, you know? And it's got on it a a pretty, pretty gnarly bayonet. Can I check if it's loaded, too? I mean, I'm pretty sure I doubt it, but... You notice that it has a single magazine in it that okay. is loaded okay Plus are there two. any other firearms like what um, what can i see firearm arms wise um i mean there are uh, assorted there's a couple more of these though this is the only one with a bayonet and there's also uh you know there's a shotgun 
Uh, there's a few shotguns and there's a bunch of 22s. Okay. Um, so what type of shotguns are we talking? Let's call it a 12, uh, 12 gauge double barrel. Okay. All of them. Yes. All right. I'll, Just, I'll grab one of those as well. Um, I'm going to check if that has any ammunition in it too. Um, uh, and again, it's, it's sort of same situation where it is loaded. Okay. It's got a bullet in each chamber. Yeah. Okay. All right, so I'll I'll grab that too. I'll have one in each hand, and then I'll there I'll make my way downstairs. <clears throat> you are up. You are currently downstairs. Oh, I'm still okay. Do I see anybody, like party wise? Do I see Merrill or Clyde? Clyde is. You would have seen Clyde go upstairs a little while ago. Okay. Um, and you would have seen Merrill go into the staff area. I'm going to go upstairs to go see Clyde. So, you know, you go upstairs, and that actually segues really well into what's going on with Clyde, right? So you can head upstairs. You've got, you know, your, your, your shotgun slung over your shoulder, your, your rifle in your, in your hand, you know. You make your way upstairs, <laughs> and you see that all the doors upstairs are closed. Okay. But one does show some signs of forced entry. Yeah, I'm going to go go to that door. I'm going to get ready. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll have my repeater at the ready, and then I will kick open the door. Or yeah. Is it closed, or is it? It's closed, yeah. Oh, it's still closed? It's not, like, been, like, it looks into like where it, it doesn't it lock was, in, you know? It looks like someone, like, knocked it in and then pushed it back shut yeah i'm gonna kick it kick open the door right and you kick open this door give me a strength check okay that is a 14 out of 70 good and so you kick open this door and it kind of wham slams open and let's just cut to and clyde you're sitting quietly on the edge of this bed you know reading through this manuscript and you kind of hear a shuffling outside. And as soon as you look up, the door just slams open. And there's Vince Vapor holding a shotgun and a repeater rifle. Like, with a shotgun over his shoulder and a repeater rifle in his hand is kicking in the door. I just very calmly look at him. <laughs> All right. As, as, as he looks at me, I, I unsling. I kind of, you know, I relax. Um, hold my repeater in my left hand. I unsling the shotgun with my right. And I go out to give it to him. Is like we got a rat to kill. <laughs> Gotta give it to to him with a shotgun. And real quick cut to uh, Meryl. You're down. You're talking to talking to a chalk. Uh huh. Um, he goes, "Is is something bothering you, Miss Mansfield?" And then you hear a slam. Come and he goes, "You'll have to excuse me." And he like like pushes Wait, past you. Yeah, you, this, and he pushes past you, and he starts like running down the hall. Oh fuck, a chucks something's going on, you know? I'm going to run after him. I'm going to turn uh, on my heel and be like, wait for me. <laughs> give me uh, give me a con real quick. A con, a con check. That's a 20 out of 30. What up? <laughs> <laughs> I love how slow you are. Um, uh, I am. So I like have to like go between my script. Like, I should have this committed to memory, but I don't. It's part of my charm. 
A-Chop just tears off down the hall, you know, and he's kind of leaving you in the dust, but you can tell which way he's going, you know, and like he's running, 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 and he just like stiff arms open. Uh, that I'm going I'm to I'm throw off my heels and just like start sprinting. Dang, you don't know that. <laughs> and and you're like back in the day. I'm fielding country, man. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like running and you're holding your heels and like you get to the door and it's like still swinging. You push your way through and you just like catch a because he's like just tearing up this staircase. Just, you know, and you kind of make your way over to the staircase and climb up it. And as you get to the top of the stairs, you see Achok, um, as he runs up and, and Vince, you suddenly you feel a hand on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, just out of nowhere, like you, you hand Clyde the gun, you go, we've got a rat to kill. And then, bam, hand on your shoulder. All right, I'm going to, uh, I'm, I'm going to take the hand and brush it off my shoulder and kind of turn real quick to see who it is. All right. And you turn and like this close, like inches away is Achok just standing there stone faced. He's like, it takes a very long time to repair these doors, Mr. Vapor. I understand Mr. Sutton has hired you, but this will have to come out of your fee. And I go, we don't have time for that right now. Unless I you s- want to die. I, I slam the book and I'm like, what about all the liability? What about the missing persons? Hmm. What about the beast outside, Achok? Will that come out of everyone's fee? And I guess- Everybody here, uh, yourself included, Meryl, give me a psychology check. Because, Meryl, you, like, you turn the staircase and you see, like, Achok grab, and you see this occur from, like, down the hall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I get a 55 out of 10, I believe. So, not a... Uh-huh. This is un- this is un- forty. This is under accounting, right? Yeah, yeah. A A for psychology. <laughs> no, yeah, I failed. So it starts with S sound, so it starts with an S. <laughs> okay, uh, so yeah, fifty-five out of ten on my part. Yes, fifteen out of thirty. Nice. Yeah, thirty-eight out of forty. Nice. Love it. All right, and so. As you go, and what about the beast out there, Achok? Achok is, like, visibly shaken. And, like, you see, like, the color drain from his face. He goes, I, I will leave you to your work. And he just turns and starts to walk away. I'm like, don't Does walk, walk away from this, me? Achok. What about yes, your work? You. Like, kind of like he walking walks... forward toward <clears throat> my compatriots. Like, what, what mm-hmm. Achok? And as he walks, like, to you, he puts his hand on your shoulder and he goes, the Wendigo is a powerful creature, Miss Mansfield. If you value your life, you will leave this place or you will best leave that beast alone. What if it doesn't well, leave us alone? Well, the scientific woman that I am, I'm going to be like, that's, that's, you know, that's not scientific. So Wendigo, yes. like... Do better. Do better, Achok. <laughs> so, uh, you know, as he tries to walk away, I kind of pursue him. And I, I go, what beast is this? What is this Wendigo? How can we kill it? There are forces at work here. The Windwalker, Ithaquah. There, there are things here that are best left unmeddled in. Uh-huh. And in my head, I'm like, well, we just, we just came out of a situation where... 
Things were best left undiscovered. So, like, I'm not buying that shit anymore. I don't give a shit about anything anymore, man. I'm alive at this point. That's enough. So, so I ask him, like, so you're not going to help us? And he kind of, like, looks, and he looks, like, really kind of at you and, and around, you know, and if. I bet you it's spanking. Come on, it's, spanking. Come on. Come on, spanking. Meryl's got this, man. <laughs> you, you can't beat a hoe with a belt. They liked that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I can beat them with something they don't like. <laughs> if Alex has been bad, she goes overhand. But if he's been really bad, she goes under. <laughs> and we're talking to a pitcher over here, so that can get real bad. <laughs> this is such a weird spanking episode. It's yeah. like spanking and Mein Kampf. There are two things in this episode. Spanking and Nazis. And... <laughs> Not necessarily in that order. Yeah. Man, this was supposed to be a real dramatic moment, and now it's just <laughs> booty spanking. And Achuk like looks, you know, turns and kind of looks at each of you, like very stern laney. He looks at the at the guns in your hands and the and the the old book uh, that you have. The writer was a fool, but you may still have a chance if you truly wish to combat the Wend- Wendigo. You must know, pierce its heart with something hot. It will kill it. Anything else, it will take very much. Mr. Vapor, your rifle will great cause great pain to the beast, but not as much as a hot poker to, the, to its heart. No matter what, until its heart is burned, the creature will regenerate. Come back to me. Once you have proven yourselves as warriors, and I may be able to help you further. And he kind of like nods and then does that like, like real cool ass, like, like Indian, like, like, like he's gone. Like you're like, oh, damn, you look up and he's fucking gone. Hmm. Is that is that a skill I have as an Indian that I don't know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can I, I don't do know that? if it's Connor. Is I, that? I guess you're you're my like lord at this point. Can I do that? How um I don't know. How many times has John Redcorn just <laughs> out in Nancy's bedroom? Star, it's your turn to do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, dude! <laughs> you know what? I actually think I do have that power. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now that you put it in context, yeah, man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm elusive like that. It's a it's a hallmark of my people. <laughs> what I say, and so we leave our heroes with a new possible ally in the mysterious and wise Ajok, with new weapons, new knowledge, and a new friend. Who knows? They may be able to take on the powerful Wendigo and whatever horrors brought it to this plane. Joined uh, joined with us is Drew as Vince Vapor. Hey, how's it going? Um, I really hate rats. Star as Meryl Mansfield. Science is my religion. And of course, Alex as Clyde Katz. Contemplating whether or not the Wendigo may need representation? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I want to thank all of you folks at home for for checking us out. And I'll see you next time on Roll 420 Nights. As always, stay frosty.